Have you been struggling to make money with your blog? Or maybe you'd like to learn how to build a niche blog and start generating a passive income, but don't know how to go about it. Well, don't worry, I got you covered. Introducing Blog Builder Pro. Blog Builder Pro is a comprehensive online course designed to take you from a complete beginner to having a website up and running that is making you money. Blog Builder Pro also helps take the guesswork out of monetizing your blog by teaching you an easy step-by-step process that I call the Nifty 50 Course Steps. These steps will tell you what to do and when to do it so that you are never lost. One of the biggest frustrations that newer bloggers have is that they do not know if the work they are putting in on their sites will yield them some result. But thanks to the more than 60 professionally produced lessons, special worksheets, easy blog and email templates, exclusive webinar discounts, one-on-one training, and a community that can help you answer questions 24-7, Blog Builder Pro is rocking the industry with this groundbreaking and comprehensive training, holding your hand from start to finish. So go to bloggerevolution.com income and check out the free webinar for some more information. That is bloggerevolution.com income. What this preliminary data was showing me is that in the search engines that aren't um, aren't very popular. I'm still getting thousands of visitors a month, you know, just through those. So if I have the ability to do that this early on, it kind of gives me a good idea of where this might go if Google decides that they, they like um, they like the content. Regular people are taking their passions and interests writing about it in a blog and making a living from it. But not everyone is successful. There is a right way to build a blog and a wrong way. And I am here to help you succeed with your online business. My name is Chris Miles, and this is the Blogger Evolution Podcast. Oh, and welcome to the Blogger Evolution Podcast. My name is Chris Miles, wherever you are, wherever you may be. Thanks for making us part of your day. Okay, so I don't know about you, but I'm a sucker for a good superhero flick. I just, I'm, I'm drawn to them. I, I just am. You know, I've seen a whole bunch of them, and they're really, really cool to watch. But the cool thing about any of these superhero movies is that they all have a good origin story. As in how they got started. As in how did they get from point A to point B. And today, we have a great origin story. So we were able to have the privilege of talking with LJ from the Blog Sprout YouTube channel. Be sure to go check that channel out. It's a small channel, but it's already growing super, super fast. Just a few videos on there, but already a couple hundred subscribers and surging. Already has a few videos with over a thousand views on it. That's hard to do. It took me forever to get a video with finally get a thousand views. And she's just done it in a few months, you know. So LJ actually uh, joins us on the podcast today and she shares her journey, her origin on how she got started with her uh, with her blog business. Now, what the cool part about this is she's only about three to four months in at the time of recording this episode. Uh, and on her blog, she already is making about 300 bucks a month with her site. And this is totally le- legitimate. Nothing nefarious or weirds going on. Just starting the blog and putting out great content. She just happened to find a niche that is really starting to give her some great, great returns. So in this episode, we talk about how she stumbled upon that niche, what made her decide to ditch her old website that she had just started on and then start focusing on this one. Um, We talk about how she's using other traffic sources outside of Google, such as DuckDuckGo, 
Bing, Yahoo, how she's getting these traffic sources to send traffic to her website and be able to have these types of numbers so quickly. So uh, I will apologize. I do. I, I, if I do sound a little bit congested right now is because I'm just getting over a cold and you might even hear me cough once or twice during the interview. So for that, I do apologize. But other than that, I try my best to edit it as much as I can to to really to, to bring up everything that LJ has been able to do with her blogging and publishing business so quickly. And as she shares the insights on how she did it, which is really the best part about this whole interview. So no more um, wasting time. Let's go ahead and jump into this great interview with LJ from the Blog Sprout YouTube channel. All right, and welcome back to the Blogger Evolution Podcast. My name is Chris, and we have the privilege of talking to LJ from the Blog Sprout YouTube channel. Now, this is a great, great YouTube channel. There, she's growing so fast, so quickly, and having success with her blog sites as well. So, we have her onto the podcast right now. LJ, thanks so much for being on. Hey, thanks, Chris. I appreciate it. I'm very excited. It's first time getting in front of a camera, so <laughs> so it's a little new. Yes, yeah, because so, from your YouTube channel, it's all just kind of like a, a, a you know a, a Google Slides or something, right? And you just yeah. your voice is in the background, and I was like, "Whoa, you you actually want to be on camera? That's awesome!" <laughs> so I was like, "Let's go ahead and give this a try." And uh, I'm so glad that you were able to kind of step out of your comfort zone and do it. Yeah, this isn't this isn't my um webcam, so that's part of the reason I don't have it set up. <laughs> All right, cool. Beans. No worries, no worries. Okay, so let's go ahead and just get started. And if you don't mind, LJ, give people like a little bit of a background on where you came from, what you were doing, how did you stumble onto blogging, and what made you decide to really start this whole thing up? Yeah, so um, it's kind of an interesting route. It's probably been years that I've been trying to find something that um, you know, fits well for my personality and the way I think um, in some form of side hustle. Um, I have wanted to start some kind of business for many years, kind of had that entrepreneurial bug for quite some time. At the beginning of COVID, I was really into um, trading, like in the stock market and futures and things like that. So I was diving very deep into that. I learned a lot. I know a bit. I still dabble. Um, but I just didn't have the right mindset for like the risk. Um, yeah, mostly just the risks. I don't like losing. I don't like losing money. <laughs> um, and it's just part of the game when you, when you get into trading. Um, so then I kind of exploring some other online businesses or online strategies, you know, to, to make that extra income on the side. And I'd stumbled across all the traditional FBA and, um, things like that. And eventually I kind of came onto this blogging niche website and just kind of got deep really into the YouTube. And I said, Hey, I think this is something that I'd like. I can pretty much do a lot of the work myself upfront without much, you know, personal investment and thought it could, you know, develop well. So it was about last summer that I started learning about it. Um, so I'm not entirely new to the idea. I'm new to executing it. Um, but yeah, it was about last June where I started really diving deep into listening to a ton of podcasts, listening to YouTube channels, um, never got into any courses. So I just kind of slipped in and found myself in a, in a really great place um, to, to explore this, this business, mm -hmm. I guess. Awesome. No, that's, that's great. That's great to hear because, uh, I mean, just it was summer of 2021, right, is when you first started getting into this whole space. And 
a lot of people don't realize the information is there. Like it's out there on the internet, but do you have the time to consume it all, you know, versus maybe buying an expensive course to try to do that. So um, what did you do? Just listen to podcasts and just try to, are you good at like just absorbing information and stuff? Yeah. Um, it, it's been a journey in terms of learning. I definitely support doing courses, but for me personally, I, I have the same kind of mentality that I think it's there. You just kind of have to piece it together and find the right information and find the right sources. Um, so it's, it's a combination, you know, I've read probably 20 different um, like strategies and bloggers and kind of putting it all together um, through, right, just listening, mostly it's just been listening to like YouTubes. I do have a full-time job. So I, you know, kind of run that in the background while I'm doing my work um, and stuff like that, just to absorb. And I really think it is important to hear many different opinions and views on how to um, how to approach this business because there's not really a one size fits all. Um, and this, especially SEO is really important. That's constantly changing. So I'm also, you know, reviewing and listening to, you know, what Google puts out and um, kind of their suggestions on how to approach and what other studies, other bloggers are performing and the results that come out. And then just, again, I'm, I am new to this, so I haven't seen too much, um, you know, over a long period of time for like the trends, but I know it is important because watching videos from four years ago, um, things have changed dramatically. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you, that's like the beginnings of a great origin story. Like I can tell you, like as a fan of superhero movies, like that's a great story to just get started. And the fact that you're actually putting, you know, feet to the ground, the rubber meets the road and you're doing it versus just being stuck in that, education mode that a lot of us can can really find ourselves in so let's go ahead and switch over to uh your blog that's that you're working on um if you don't mind let's just like uh we know where you started let's talk about where you are right now and then we'll kind of just backtrack from there so how is um your website's doing right now okay so one thing i haven't mentioned that much on my channel granted i only have four videos up there's more that's going to come but i did have one website prior to this but it had only started in august of 2021 and um so we'll back up to there so technically i do have two sites running right now the one i started in 2021 haven't even looked at haven't even touched um there's really the one that i've been showing on my youtube channel that's that's really driving the traffic, the, the money, everything. Um, so that one right now, it's closing in basically on its four month, four month period. This month, I you know think I'll make around $270, um, which is great. And I've invested just about that much into the website between my hosting and themes um, and research tools. So I'm just reaching that um, point where I'm in the positive, which is awesome. So I might start to um, kind of reinvest into the business. Yeah, it's a it's a blog that um, is I have about maybe 115 um, articles right now. It's very informational. Um, where I'm monetizing mostly on ads, and then also trying to get some affiliate commission. But yeah, in a, in a four-month-old site, as Zoic's saying, it's getting around 15,000 visits a month. Um, Google's just around that 10,000. So there's a discrepancy. 
um, between those between those two. But wow. Uh, wow. First of all, congratulations. That is amazing. Um, so four months in and you've already broken $270 worth of, in, of uh, revenue in a single month. In a month. Yep. Wow. That yep. Is... So totals like 450 yeah. for the year. Oh, for the whole, in, for the whole year. Gotcha. For the whole for, life like, of the since site. January. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's outstanding. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank um, you. I'm excited. Th- I know it's, everyone doesn't get these results so i'm i'm definitely grateful yeah it looks like youtube university is really uh kicking in right now that is great because a lot of people you know a lot of other trainings out there will tell you oh you're gonna have to work a year before you even make your first dollar and and here you are i remember looking at some of your videos you made two dollars your first month thirty four dollars your second 133 to next and now we're close to three hundred dollars in revenue now you mentioned that most of that is ads Yes. Yeah. So probably about 75 um, this month is coming from Azoic ads. Um, And I do have the Google AdSense mediation through them. Um, And then, yeah, I am an Amazon associate affiliate. um, And that's starting to kind of pick up as I get more traffic. But the articles I have are still very informational. Um, I'm just saying, okay, this is what they recommend. And here's that here's that product rather than um, you know, the more traditional best this or top, it's it's not really that type of post. It's still very, you know, someone is going to my page to look for this exact product um, for their for their particular application. And I just happen to have the um, the link there. All right, cool. All right, that's 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 pretty smart, and that's that's the best way to do it, really. Uh, which yeah. ads and affiliates, because content websites right now are are doing really well. You mentioned before how um, you, you dabbled in uh, uh, stock trading and all of that fun stuff, and you got to have the right stomach for that, you know. And um, yeah. I, I, I even find myself pulling a lot of money out of the stock market and putting it into websites because it's just making more money. It makes more sense, at least it does for right now. But well, let's go ahead and backtrack a little bit. Um, you mentioned 115 articles. Are you writing all that yourself? Yeah, yeah. So I have done it all myself. Um, on my old site, I did try to outsource. And the strategy I've been using, my articles are almost identical. And it's very numbers focused. Um, so I'm just kind of like replacing the numbers and replacing the information to get it targeted to that Um to that specific piece of content. Um, yeah, I, I just happened to find a niche that it was very repeatable um, in the sense that you could just find, say, a product and there are different versions of the product and you can, you know, report the specs or something like that as kind of the general, general theory of what's been working on this site. So it doesn't actually take that long to write these articles because I take, you know, the previous version, copy it over, um, change some basic information, but really it's very numbers driven. So as long as I can uh, update those numbers um, in the most accurate way possible, it becomes a very good resource that no one seems to have done yet. Um, So I'm kind of taking, taking advantage of that. Yeah, no, that's, that that sounds, that's smart. That's really a smart idea to do. Um, Do you, how did you stumble on this niche? Do you like it or did you just kind of stumble on it, saw an opportunity and just went for it? Yeah. Um, it's funny when I first mentioned the niche to, so the first one I started, I'm at, I was very passionate in, but it was, you know, personal finance, YMYL, 
very competitive, uh, but I did like it. You know, I've always been I'm very money conscious and, and um, I just had a natural knack for it. But in terms of, you know, this business, it wasn't really the best fit because it was very saturated and it it just it just wasn't right. Um, and then when I mentioned to my family, I was starting the second one. They're like, are you sure you you want to write something like write about that? Like, since when have you been interested? And I, I did just honestly stumble across it after I saw my first site. Um, it, it's probably in that more standard uh, path, you know, just seeing no results. Um, and, you know, those first three months, and I just got very discouraged. And I was like, you know, I, I want to give it another shot. I was told by some people, no, stick with the first one, stick with the first one, but I don't, don't regret starting this second one. Um, and, and what happened is I honestly just was looking at a couple, you know, other bloggers that basically wrote down some niche ideas and I stumbled across one and I said, Hmm, this is interesting. I don't think I would imagine it's probably not the most, um, most competitive and, then as I dug into it more, I said, I really think there is a, is an opportunity here. And of course that initial, um, idea kind of had to pivot very quickly. Um, I had seen that right away. I had like three main topics, um, on this original niche and I've kind of narrowed it down to pretty much one. Um, that one just drove in the traffic initially again, pretty much through being Yahoo and DuckDuckGo. Cause from what I've seen, those are much easier to rank um, high on quickly. Um, and seeing that results, I, I figured, you know, Google probably has similar results. So let's kind of go all in into that, that one category. So yeah, to, to really answer your question, I did stumble upon it and then did some more of my personal research. And I said, I don't hate this niche. Um, I think that it would be profitable and I am trying to run a business. So I, I wanted to find something that I thought would you know, would really um, kind of support support the business itself and and grow and yeah, yeah. it's kind of no. luck, kind of a bit of luck. Yeah, um, I would say it's, it's a little serendipitous, right? How how it's working out, but that's great. That's great. So, um, have you pretty much just uh, turned all of your attention to the second site, and you're leaving the other one behind for the most part? Yeah, I I think. I have Google ads, I think, set on that. I haven't even set up the Zoic and it probably made like 20 cents this month. <laughs> so I don't even know how it's doing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes plenty of sense to put most of your information, most of your uh, resources into what's working. You know, sometimes we get lost in this. Oh, I want to have this huge portfolio of, you know, 10 sites that all make 10 grand a month or something like that. And, you know, that's great in theory. But usually, you know, running one website is a full-time job. And if you work with it enough, you know, you can get it to almost any amount that you want as long as you stick with it. So uh, you mentioned you're getting a lot of traffic from DuckDuckGo, Bing, and places like that. Are you doing anything different in your optimization of your articles to rank for those? Or is it just kind of happening while you're going at, going after Google? Yeah, it's just just seems to be happening. Um, the main plugin I use is is Rank Math, but I don't think about it too much. Um, I obviously have you know my main keyword in the uh, title and uh, the URL, but then after that, I don't worry too much about how many times I have a lot of articles that it's not even said once in 
the bulk is a variation of it. Um, but, you know, the rank math's not really smart enough to know that the variations are in there. So I just am very much focusing on what can I put into this article that is user-friendly and going to answer um, what they what they're looking for. I do also in my featured image have like the alt text, um, alt text in there, but those are like my three main things I do to attack the keyword. And it seems to be working very well. Um, yeah, so I, I haven't done anything differently, I'll say for DuckDuckGo and Bing, but in my other say, I did notice that I was able to rank more quickly and what this preliminary data was showing me is that in these search engines that aren't um, aren't very popular, I'm still getting thousands of visitors a month, you know, just through those. So if I have the ability to do that this early on, it kind of gives me a good idea of where this might go if Google decides that they they like um, they like the content. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And uh, I see that you're you said you're using Rank Math. Do you? Like, do you have any type of like keyword density type things where you have to use a keyword or I know rank math has that the little number at the top. Do you pay attention to that at all? Or, or how does that go when it comes to your on page SEO? A little bit. Yes. Um, I, I don't focus on keyword density. Like I said, I have a lot of articles that don't even have the main keyword in the bulk of the text. Um, it's just it's not even there. Um, because there are other ways to say it, it doesn't really sound natural. Um, but rank math did change like an update recently. They now have like this AI section, I guess. And I think that's a paid version. So my initial number was somewhere in like 80, typically, um, 80 to 87 on that rank math score. And lately, a lot of them have been around 70, um, or so. But yeah, I, I would say when it comes to SEO, that, that's kind of really the, the three main things. I use bolding in my text. I use, one thing I have noticed is thinking about my H, um, my header tags as being like separate inquiries um, and organizing it such that like Google will show that as the result. I've noticed that on my search console, there's a lot of main URLs followed by that hashtag for one of the headers. So thinking about, like I said, I'm very, my content's very numbers focused. So um, someone could be looking for like the, say it's the main product and there are like multiple versions of the main product, having the main version being each of those H tags. So you have like iPhone 13 and, you know, pro and X and that, that type of type of thinking so you can have one primary um, you know article that encompasses the entire unit but you can specify in more detail each of those headers it's hard to explain without giving away what <laughs> exactly I'm doing but if there's a way to to think about using those as their own individual you know, titles, I think is, is helpful for, for Google, because then you can also pick up that main keyword, and then the more specific keywords of kind of that main one. Yeah, so I, I think I know what you're saying. So that, that's, that's good stuff. So in Google Search Console, you said you're looking for the hashtags, what do those hashtags indicate to you? So that hashtag just um, 
specifies the header tag, the H2 tag. So it's just the specific result it's showing is not my main article. It's actually showing my header in within my article. So I have like the main H1 title and then four or five H2s and Google's deciding, hey, I actually want to show you just this H2 as the main result rather than the big article. So it's kind of like a featured snippet, um, if that makes sense, but it's showing you kind of a section of the main page rather than the whole page as a result. Gotcha. So because of how you're structuring your H2 and H3 tags, those are kind of starting to rank within Google. So when people click it and it like immediately just jumps to that part of the page, that lets you know as the site creator that your H2s are working, your H3s are working right. because it's bringing traffic to the site. Is that about what is happening there? That's exactly what's happening. Perfect. All right. That makes plenty of sense because a lot of times people will make H2s or H3s and it's just like, this is what I did next. And then that's the hates or something weird like that. But you're actually trying to be a little more keyword rich in your H2 tags. Right, right. And I'm not thinking too, too much. I'm just thinking more of what makes sense, really thinking about like the the user and what they're looking for. And fortunately, this niche kind of applies to a lot of people and everybody can kind of relate. So I don't have to know much about like the niche to think about what they're looking for. Um, but I, I think like what I'm finding success on is really focusing on the person that's just like, I want the answer right now. I want it really quick. I want it really easy. And for me, I'm, I'm an engineer by training, so numbers work well with me. <laughs> um, so that's kind of where I've found my own like personal kind of niche within this niche is like just really finding number focused um, posts to kind of write about because it's, you're almost creating like a database of, of information, of numerical information. And it's in my niche, it's really just creating a better resource than what's currently out there from like the manufacturers so that the person's just like, I don't want to read all this. Well, like, I just want this, this one answer, you know, this is the product I have. This is the information I need. Um, so if, if like, I very much cater to the person that just wants super quick and easy results. Um, I'm not trying to put any fluff in there. It just gets right to the point. Everything they need is bolded, organized in charts, very, very skimmable, very, um, very quick. Yeah. And that's basically what most people want nowadays, right? We, <laughs> we like to watch our sitcoms. You know, we want conflict resolution and everything, make us laugh and make us cry all in 30 minutes with a commercial break, you know? So yeah. I totally know what you mean. So you're catering to people who want the quick answer. So you're not like yeah. burying the lead when you're writing your content, right? Right. Okay, no. perfect. No, that makes, that I, makes, that I, makes I'm going to have a very high bounce rate just because that's that's who I'm trying to attract. You know, they're not going to come and stay on the page. It's just that's it's not the business that I'm running. They're coming in, looking at it quickly. Like, got it. <laughs> well, <laughs> what I excuse me, <clears throat> what I found is that the people who do that will where they will land on your page and, and, and ditch you know, after they get the information, those aren't the people who you want to market to anyway, further, you know, to maybe send them to another page that actually is monetized or try to capture an email address or something of that nature. So 
there is a market for both, but you kind of cater to both because the ones that want to dive deeper will. And yeah. those are the ones you want to continue to market to anyway. So uh, at least that's yeah. what I found in, in my specific thing. Would you agree with that at all? Yeah, yeah. Right now, I most of the content is is catered towards that come and go um, type visitor. But I do want to start working on some that, based on what they're searching for, want to want to learn more and and want to kind of engage in more content but since i'm seeing the success right now and like the early stuff i kind of just want to crank that out first um and be able to capture kind of that market since it is doing so well for me and i hope that kind of in the long term in this business i can somewhat build some type of following yeah no, that that's 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 great. That's that's good. Um, the fact that it's working so well too, you know, so quickly, I think it's a testament that what you're doing is is in the right direction. Um, let's go ahead and change gears a little bit and let's let's talk about the money. All right, the two hundred and seventy <laughs> in one month. I'm still flabbergasted by that. By the way, yeah. um, tell us a story about you receiving your first Amazon check. Oh, so, um, so on my old site, I was in the Amazon affiliate program and. They kicked me out. They kicked me out because apparently I didn't set up like the links appropriately. Uh, I don't know how it happened. I thought I did it right. But I guess they said I didn't have like the right tag in it. I, I don't really follow, but they kicked me out. That was a bummer. But they said magically I would receive the earnings, which is like 10 bucks or something um, later. And I lost access to the account. I was like, I'm never going to see that money. Um, so last month that that popped into my account. I was like, oh, that's nice. But what really got me is my um, my first Zoic check because that was the one that was around whatever, 30, 30 or so dollars. And what uh, dweeby me put that in a little frame that I'm going to hang up on my wall. But I'm just so confident in where this is going to go. It's like that first, and that that's not just like a $5 check. You know, that's a, a pretty substantial check for, you know, a second, second or third month of, of, you know, running this business. So when I first got that in the mail, I was showing everybody, <laughs> everybody. Cause you know, like I think most people in this business know that you're putting in all this work and you don't see results necessarily right away. Fortunately, you know, like I am seeing a little bit above average results kind of for, for this early on. Um, but I've told my parents, oh, I made 10 cents today. Oh, I made a dollar. And they're like laughing in your face. And like, oh, I actually got a check now. And now I'm saying like, you know, I told my dad, I'm definitely going to make like four, like 500 bucks a month by the end of the year. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah, maybe even next month. Like, you know, so I, I think part of it also, it's not only a um, motivator, you know, for me, because obviously seeing those results just kind of kept me going. And that's part of the reason why I started Azoic so soon is that because they have that access now program, you can get in regardless of your page views. I think just seeing that sent a day helps you know that like it can come. <laughs> um, and then getting the physical check and having these earnings also helps me um, gain more confidence by like kind of bragging to my to my friends and family. No, I know exactly how you feel because everyone thinks you're crazy until you start bringing in a few bucks and then they're like, oh, wait, what you're doing actually is legitimate. You're not just 
doing it as a hobby or whatever. You're actually treating this as a business. Um, I remember even my wife, to a certain extent, was uh, she was supportive. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, for a while, she was like, okay, hopefully this works. And all of a sudden, it started paying the cell phone bill. Then it started paying the car note. Then it started paying the mortgage. And it started just getting bigger and bigger. So I know exactly how you feel. And I know how your dad's probably like, whoa, okay, well, this is actually le- legitimate. You know, I bet you that made you feel really nice. of you like, ha, gotcha. Yeah. I mean, it is hard at the beginning when, you know, he asked you how many hours a week or a month are you spending and on this? It's like, that's a lot. <laughs> it sure is. So it is hard at the beginning to be like, yeah, I worked this much for, you know, $10. Like you could have made way more if you actually had a job doing that. But with this business, it's, for me, at least doing a lot of the hard work at the beginning for it to pay off um, in the long run. I'm already seeing that I'm spending a lot less time because I'm kind of finding my footing and the articles are getting quicker to write. And I do hope to like outsource because the content is so, um, it's so easy to replicate that I just kind of need to teach someone um, kind of how to input all the information and how to structure it. I'm not there yet, um, but down the line, I, I kind of hope to, you know, not spend every waking hour of the day <laughs> totally thinking about it. But I think it'll always be in the back of my mind in some way. Yeah. Well, most people, you know, no one's going to treat your business like like you will. And you do have to kind of give it that first push because it's a startup, right? And I mean, you, there's not going to be many people who believe in you. I mean, but a lot of companies started off as startups. I mean, Airbnb, Uber, they're all startups, but they get to a point to where, oh, wow, now they're the brand in that particular space. So, like, I guess, let me ask you this. I know, um, I remember watching one of your YouTube videos and you mentioned that a lot of your, and like really a lot of bloggers are dealing with this. It seems to be getting better, but indexing, right? When it comes to getting um, their sites so that Google can see them and then they have the whole crawled but not indexed and all of that fun mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I remember earlier you mentioned that you were struggling with that mentally. How did you get through it to understand that, okay, there is something on the other side? Like what kind of tricks or whatever did you use to keep going even when it seemed like Google is just ignoring your site? So I was very impatient um, because I actually, on that first site I had, um, that I had started at the end of last year, at the end of Q3, I guess, of last year, I indexed pretty quickly on that site. I don't know how, I don't know why, but when I launched um, this second site, so that was actually about like right before Christmas, New Year's is when like the first post was up and like three weeks or so had gone by and Google was just like, oh, discovered, like not crawl, whatever, all those, all, all those things it can show you and tell you that's like, you're not here yet. Um, And I just got very impatient because as most people, they want results now. So I actually did end up mentally, my thought was I'm figuring this out. It wasn't really, I'm waiting it out. So I came across that ranked math instant and indexing, which I've heard mixed reviews about um, in the sense that, you know, Google advises that you use that for um, I think it's like product descriptions or job news. sites and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jobs. That's what, exactly. And I'm that, that's not my, <laughs> that's not my, um, content. And I didn't know that until after I used it. Um, I just saw this and was like, I'm going to do it. I want to see if it works. And I did it for probably like five to 10, like blog posts. And once I saw the first one, I said, okay, it now knows my site it's indexed at least one. So once it started doing that, I, I cut it off. 
Um, so it was really just to get the ball rolling, at least because at that point I'd found out that, oh, I don't think Google particularly likes <laughs> using it for the wrong application. So that worked for me. I can't say that it's going to work for everybody, <laughs> obviously, um, but my site hasn't been hit by it. Um, so yeah, it was it was it wasn't a I'll wait it out. It was more of a I'm gonna figure this out because <laughs> I was like I knew my content was good. There's no reason it shouldn't be choosing it. It's it's unique. It's valuable. Everything. It's did my research. Google's gonna like it. <laughs> yeah, so you just wanted to just kind of give Google a little kick in the pants and be like, hey, look at my site, and you're and, able to do that with the tool. Right, and I know some people they just wait it out or can use the tool and get hit so i know i'm lucky in the sense that it worked out for me um but i can't speak to it not working out and if it should be used but i'll speak to what i did <laughs> yeah no it, it, it's, it's a good thing to do and i like the fact that you started it just to kind of give it a kickstart, and then okay now i'm done and it seemed to have helped a little bit because it kind of uh, puts you on google's radar i guess and it seems to be to be working. So that's a strategy that I actually haven't heard about. Everyone's just like, oh, just use this tool. Oh, just use this tool. You're just like, I'm going to use it, get it started, and then see if I can ride, you know, the way from there. And I think that's a pretty decent strategy to go with. Yeah. And I've noticed now that, I mean, I've, I've kind of gotten out of that sandbox, which I don't really like that term, but Google is starting to actually, you know, rank. And I'm finding that my new articles are being indexed, you know, the next day. So it's it's gotten that ball rolling for sure. And it's just exponentially kind of. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. And uh, I'm glad that you were able to kind of take the bull by the horns rather than taking a more passive approach um, with it without, you know, poking the bear, you know, <laughs> when it comes to Google. Um, let me ask you this. So. Uh, I know that we, you know, blogging, it seems to be a very, I'm not even going to say seems, it is a very male-dominated, you know, space, right? And, you know, almost every YouTube channel you pop up, you know, it's, it's a guy talking about it. Or, you know, why do you think that is? But I guess maybe not maybe not that question. Why are more women doing it, I guess? Or what, what makes you different in, in wanting to dive into this? Yeah, that's, it's interesting you say that. Because when you think about, like, old school blogging, that was, I feel like, very female dominated, you know, talking about like a personal, and I still think that's sort of true. If you look online in terms of individuals who are talking about their life or um, lifestyle, it's like, especially on YouTube and things like that. I feel like there are plenty of, of, you know, women in that, but when it comes to like this online business, it's, it, it's funny before this interview, I actually was thinking about that. I was like, I have the opportunity to actually be kind of like a, a force for women to kind of get involved into this niche. And I didn't really think about it kind of until we, we sat here and I was thinking about who I follow on YouTube and there's a ton of guys, you know, and, and, um, I, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> the answer is I don't know. Um, I, I think it does take a certain level of thinking and it just with any businesses, like I think overall, I, I'm, I don't know for sure. I don't have the statistics in front of me, but I think overall women are generally just less involved in, in business to begin with. Um, and I think part of that has to do with risk 
I think women, generally speaking, are more risk averse um, as as men are. So when it comes to there's there's obviously risks associated. Fortunately, this is one of the lowest risk businesses, it, especially financially. Um, you can start it very cheap. I only spent a couple hundred dollars to, to get mine going. Um, and But you don't know if you're going to get that money back. And the biggest um, expense has been time. And you know, you're not going to get that time back. You have to really kind of trust and, and dive into it. So I think that's just part of a, um, just the way that we as women are. And that's part of the reason why I didn't go into, you know, um, the, the trading. It's just, I, I don't like a lot of risk, but I think if we, like, or if I personally can show my experience of that, of that risk mitigation in this business, then it can draw more people in general, but probably, um, probably some more women into it. But yeah, it, and what's kind of funny though, is the niche I'm in is a very male dominated niche. So <laughs> whether or not that says something, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, but in terms of, you know, this, this blogging business, um, there is definitely a lack of of women, at least in the public eye, um, that are, are pursuing. Um, so I guess there's an opportunity there for me to kind of step up and try to encourage, encourage more women to, to do so. Yeah, I can, yeah. I can agree with that. You know, um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Were you? No, no, I was oh. going to ask if you had, if you had any thoughts about it. Cause as I said, I'm, I'm relatively new. So I haven't put too much thought <laughs> kind yeah. of into. Well, you know, um, yeah. one thing that I do to verify a niche is I'll go to uh, add thrives uh, sellers.json file. And while looking at that file, it's just basically a lot, a lot of websites who are on ad thrive excuse me on ad thrive and ad thrive requires at least a hundred thousand sessions a month to use so usually it's a good v- a verification that okay if this site's there then that validates the niche at least i do see a lot of mommy blogs there i'm gonna be honest <laughs> and but a lot of them don't teach it you know or they don't have a youtube channel talking about it and or even a blog and i'm gonna be honest some of the people that i follow I think my favorite ones are female in a lot of instances. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of Amelia Gardner. You know, she's yeah. she, she's really good. Um, Anne from YEYS.com, uh, she's really good as well. I, she's, I think at one point she was bringing like 120000 a month from her content blogs. So a lot of the greatest tips I get have come from the female bloggers. So in my opinion, we need more of you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because that's going to help my business out a little bit more, you know. So that's 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 really awesome I, um, I would follow those people for sure um, I'm yeah. sure there's a lot more out there too yeah yeah I'll definitely check the second one I hadn't heard of so I'll oh yeah I'll, I'll give it to you afterwards yeyes.com yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it because it's one of those things you you always see it written down and you just assume right. you know how to say it <laughs> but um I'm trying to get her onto the podcast so you know hopefully you can, you can get her on and we can kind of pick her brain on how she does stuff as well but anyways um let's do this so uh, your, let's talk about your YouTube channel a little bit. Why are you doing this to begin with? Why are you uh, putting out the information to help people uh, in this space? So it kind of started just with the idea that I wanted to um, keep track of my progress. Um, initially, it was like, I need to stay accountable to, you know, review kind of at least the month 
as a whole. Um, and I just naturally was like, oh, I'll probably just make like a PowerPoint presentation for myself, go through earnings, go through pages, get some um, get some general business ideas. And then I figured, why can't I, I choose to share this? Um, so like I said, it's only, it's only four videos up. So it's not like I have this huge channel and it's not going to be my priority. You know, this, this is my business. Um, this online blog is, is going to be my main, my main focus, but I know that I am fortunate enough to get those, get those early results to, to show people it is possible. I'm not sitting here saying that it's going to happen to everybody by no means is that the case. Cause I have heard and, and seen that it is a long and slow process for some people, but there are, there are instances where you could see some relatively immediate results. So I figure why not, um, why not share? And when it comes to business, there's so many different strategies, there's so many different approaches that I thought it couldn't really hurt to kind of just share what's been working for me. Um, I am, you know, not really specifying the niche just because it's like, I am kind of competitive person. Um, and it is doing pretty well so far and it would stink if I gave it away. And then someone, you know, can just put thousands of dollars up front and just wipe my site out in you know, a couple of months. Cause right now it's just, it's all me. It's a one man show. Um, so I can only, <laughs> I can only work so fast. Um, but it's, it helps me kind of, um, stay accountable, but I'm also finding as people are watching, they're finding it helpful and they're asking some questions that are also having me reflect on, on my business and why I do certain things and how I do certain things. Like I just put a video up on my keyword research and I haven't really thought about it kind of until I had to put that video up. It was like, this is what I have been looking for and what's been working. And I've gotten some good feedback already that it's just a, a different way of thinking and approaching and maybe it'll work for people. Maybe it won't, but at least it, it helps, especially the new bloggers see a new perspective. Um, Cause that's, that's what I did. I just watched everybody and anybody and kind of pick and chose what I thought would work, what made sense to me, how my brain thought um, because not everyone thinks the same and not every business is going to be run the same. So, yeah, that makes plenty of sense in terms of uh, the accountability, because I'm going to be honest, the reason why I do a lot of stuff on YouTube as well, especially like income reports and all of that fun stuff, like case studies, is to keep myself accountable, because if I don't, that's a weird thing about working for yourself, right? Because I don't have a boss or any a CEO telling me what to do. I have to have, I guess, my audience keep me accountable, you know, and the fact that your channel has grown so quickly, you say you only have four videos, but you already have over a couple hundred subscribers. And I saw one of your videos is already around like 13, 1400 views. And that's outstanding, like outstanding. So please keep it up. People out there are listening to you and you are a breath of fresh air, you know, in this in this space. So please, please keep that up. Um, I did see one question that was on one of your videos um, that I thought was a very good question. And it was that a lot of people do find it hard to write, you know, or to just sit down and do the work. Um, what do you have to say to those people in terms of people who want to blog, but just having a hard time getting started? That is a good question. <laughs> um, I, I, so I definitely had this problem with that first site. Um, I would say that that first site I made is, is more traditional kind of in the sense of, you know, just struggling, not seeing results. 
And I guess I can really only speak to my experience, but it was that initial progress and motivation. Even, you know, it was that the first thing I think I made like a dollar the first month, which, you know, a lot of people don't make anything, but it's really taking those small wins and having, having that faith that those, those small steps are going to take you somewhere. Um, so whether it's, whether it's a, a tiny bit of traffic, whether it's, you know, that scent, it, it, for me, it was really just taking that and, and running with it and both hoping and also, uh, committing to, to the process and being flexible too. Um, again, I, I already pivoted quote pivoted the site, um, in the sense that I had three main topics I was going to cover and now it's kind of narrowed down to one, but that was just from early results. And I think if, if a, if the right keywords and niche are found, you will be able to see some of those preliminary results from those other search engines and being flexible in following that at least is, is what I, um, you know, saw early was, was really beneficial. The other two categories were definitely more, I thought I could make more money off of, especially like an affiliate, because this one is just so informational based. Um, but seeing that those preliminary results just on Bing or something and seeing how the search volume, um, and where it was, was ranking on there, which I think anybody can, can really do when it comes to Bing on both my previous site and this one, it ranks pretty early. So if you're able to kind of look into those initial results and kind of, you know, strategize, what is this telling me? Um, then you can kind of take that and, and focus your effort into what is going to be most, um, most rewarding. So to get back to your question, I went on a little tangent there. Um, it's not easy. It's not easy when you start, especially not seeing any results. But if you're willing to um, take it, both take a chance, but also be smart about the chances you're taking, then you can um, see your efforts. Your efforts should always tell you something is what I'm getting at. So if you're seeing no results, it's telling you something. Um, in, in my opinion, if, if you look on Bing and you know, your, your strategy. And this is, I think, something that a lot of people don't think about is what is their business approach? Are they trying to get people to go to their site? Like for me, where they want them to get the information and leave. Do they want people to stay on the page, you know, for eight, nine minutes and read this really lengthy informational, like educational tool? Are you trying to get people to purchase specific products? And I think it's very easy to want to do it all. Um, but when you start, really try to hone in on what that strategy is going to be. And initially, I thought I was going to want to get affiliate commission. I thought that was the fastest way to, to earn money. But I knew that the Google had been hit. I think it was like was it last fall. See, still yeah. new. Don't even don't even know the, the timing. Um, where like affiliate sites of best of and top pages were just getting hit. So I said maybe that's not the best strategy. It's gonna be really hard to make it in there. Um, I tried to make a couple posts. 
didn't really see any traffic coming in. And then this informational kind of sort of took off and bing, you know, I saw a couple hundred searches and I said, all right, that's not a bad start. So let me kind of dive deeper into, into that. So what could have happened is I had about 30 articles that I started with each in those three main categories. And I saw that one taking off relatively early, taking off, got, you know, a couple hundred page views, but still not bad. Um, but I think that's something that we don't, a lot of business people don't really think about is what are the people telling you? So when it comes to, you know, creating the content, it's thinking of everything you're doing as telling you more about the business. Not every article I write is going to get views. You know, I definitely have plenty that are probably going to get like 10 views a, a month or something, you know, it's not really going to be worth it, but there's going to be that one that maybe brings thousands, you know, a month. And that doesn't necessarily mean you want to write about everything under the sun. It's more try to cast your net in the right place that allows you to have that, you know, that one 4,000 pound tuna catch or whatever. <laughs> I don't know much about fishing, but it's thinking in that, in that way of where to put your efforts, that's going to be the most rewarding. So it's using, it's thinking about everything you're doing is going to teach you something in the long run. It could help you make money. It could help you gain visitors. It could help you see, you know, behavior of who's visiting and how they're getting there, but it also could tell you it's not working. Um, and it, it's not helping your strategy and your business grow. Yeah. So I got a few things from that. Um, that was a lot, especially the 4,000 pound tuna, but the, um, <laughs> the cool thing was I, I saw it. So committing to a process, knowing that what you're doing will yield results, even though you may not see it immediately, because when you work a job, you know, you're probably going to get paid in two weeks or you're going to get paid in a month or something like that. And that's what you look at. But when you're blogging, it's hard to see that initially, especially if it's your first time um, expectations as well. So you put through and understand that, OK, I'm going to talk to this group of people, the group of people who are actually looking for something quick and need to get out. And because I'm that's still an audience of people to cater to. And you doing that is seemingly doing very well, you know. So later on, you could change who you're talking to or whatever. But at least right now, going for that has been really helpful. Um, and I think that that's outstanding. I think that that's great. And, you know what you're doing there, because it is hard to do. There's an old quote that says what's easy to do is also easy not to do, <laughs> you know, and um, I kind of live by that because blogging isn't difficult you know it's not hard but it's 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 labor intensive and you got to sit down and be disciplined to do it because everything else with your blog is always seems more fun to do right and uh, so just sticking to that content really and creating the best resource out there like you said uh, i think that's that's pretty awesome i think that's really great and kind of related to this is one of the reasons i um and also posting my youtube videos is i make goals on there and goals also help me to see what's working and also provide some level of um, motivation to to continue and and get that down. Does you know when I first started, I thought you know my goals were going to be you know make a dollar this month, make five dollars next month, like, and I think that's fine. I and and everyone 
is going to have a different path. And I was fortunate enough to have a pretty good one so far. Um, but it's also internally kind of knowing what's going to keep you motivated and having those goals of like, even if it's just creating content, you know, I have content goals on, on mine where overall I'm trying to go for one a day on average, I'm a little under, but, um, that's my, my goal. And just being able at the end of the month to check that off is, is rewarding. Um, so it's a, you have to figure out what makes you motivated, like the advice I'm giving. Um, and for me, achieving the goals that I can control is definitely most motivating because that's, um, it's what I can control. I can't really control how much money I make or how many people come. Things happen. Um, but I can control how much content I put up. I can control if I change my strategy. I can control if I, you know, change ad place or like that, that's what I focus on are, um, what I challenge myself to do. And I get that, you know, satisfaction of of doing it. So you really do need to be self-motivated to be in this space. And it is hard. Um, and it's not for everybody. Like I said, I have been searching for years probably to find something that fit, fit my, my personality, um, and a bit and a business. And if that's something you struggle with, then, maybe this isn't the right business. I'm not telling people that they shouldn't go for it, but there are a lot of different um, online businesses that you can start out there and ways to make money if that's your goal. Um, if your goal is just to start blogging and writing, then yeah, go for it. But if you're really trying to make a business um, and you know you start that first month and you're just like, this isn't right for me, then maybe you don't want to wait it out because um, if you're not going to have that internal kind of push it's it's not going to be successful for you because it, it is a is a long game and it is a patient game that you have to be willing to put in that sweat equity as people say um yeah no because one of the things that did really ingratiate me to your youtube channel specifically was you have the goals that you set up at the end of the previous month and you are always sure to revisit them the next month and actually tell which ones i got and which ones i didn't and having those goals set and actually being you know cool enough to be like hey you know, sometimes people don't want to hide it because oh, I, I want people to think that i'm perfect you know but showing that you uh you know hey i tried this i tried to get 30 posts this month it didn't work out it's not the end of the world uh you know i'm gonna keep going i think that really does show people that okay this is a real person lj is a real person that i can I, I can look up to a little bit you know and see what she's doing and knowing that i might be able to do that as well so thank you so much for doing that if you haven't check out her youtube channel but um okay so let me is there anything that we didn't talk about maybe that you want to bring up at all we're getting close to the end of our time here i don't want to take up too much more of your time but was there anything else that we missed that you think that we need to cover no i i, I from you know my notes we definitely talked about kind of what I've learned at this point. <laughs> Again, it's only been a few months, so there's a lot to learn and there's a lot more people that have been in this been in this longer and I can really only speak to what I've been doing and that's why I've been, you know, posting on YouTube. Um it's not like I'm this I don't know everything. <laughs> no one's ever going to know anything. But um the most I can do is is share my experience and maybe it'll help some people, maybe it won't. Um 
but it is possible. It can happen. <laughs> uh, but it does take a lot of a lot of time and effort. A lot of time and effort. Yeah, I think the success that you have had so far with it is outstanding and something that should be applauded. So congratulations on that. Um, and I think it even shows a lot of people, too. Everyone always has the question, you know, is this blogging thing going to last? And you know, I've been hearing that for a decade, you know, so is it going to the fact that, you know, you jumped into it when you have and where you are right now in such a short period of time, if anything, that might prove that it's getting better as time goes on. You know, these Google updates, if you look at them positively, Google's trying to make the internet better in a lot of situations. So when you're creating content this way, it makes the business that you're building more stable. And that's really the, the best part of this. So where can people find you, LJ? Yeah, so I really just have my, my YouTube channel, um, which is Blog Sprout. So hopefully we'll have have a link to that, um, but but that's it right now. I haven't really developed my journey uh, anywhere else. <laughs> so I'll, I'm trying to keep up. You know, at least have income reports. That's that's my minimum goal on that that site. But as questions continue to, to um, be added, I try to be as active as I can in comments. So um, please comment there. I do have like an email that people can. Um, contact me on through my YouTube. Um, so if you go to my about page, you can also contact me there. Um, but I, I do want to be as helpful as I can in terms of what I've learned um, and what's been working for me and hope that I can help some people. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've already helped me so far. Thank you so much. <laughs> so um, we'll be sure to put that in the show notes. Um, again, her YouTube channel is called Blog Sprout. So be sure to go check it out. Give her a subscription. Tell her where you came from. You know, tell her you came yeah. from the Blogger Evolution podcast, and that'll be awesome. But anyways, uh, thanks so much, LJ, for being on. This was outstanding. We were able to talk about so much in such a short period of time, and I appreciate your candor and being open and everything. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no problem. All right, see you later. Have you been struggling to make money with your blog? Or maybe you'd like to learn how to build a niche blog and start generating a passive income, but don't know how to go about it. Well, don't worry, I got you covered. Introducing Blog Builder Pro. Blog Builder Pro is a comprehensive online course designed to take you from a complete beginner to having a website up and running that is making you money. Blog Builder Pro also helps take the guesswork out of monetizing your blog by teaching you an easy step-by-step -step process that I call the Nifty 50 Course Steps. These steps will tell you what to do and when to do it so that you are never lost. One of the biggest frustrations that newer bloggers have is that they do not know if the work they are putting in on their sites will yield them some result. But thanks to the more than 60 professionally produced lessons, special worksheets, easy blog and email templates, exclusive webinar discounts, one-on-one -on -one training, and a community that can help you answer questions 24-7, Blog Builder Pro is rocking the industry with this groundbreaking and comprehensive training, holding your hand from start to finish. So go to bloggerevolution.com income and check out the free webinar for some more information. That is bloggerevolution.com income.